Hello everyone and welcome back to Nerd Talk. It's been a bit. We wanted to record this sooner, but I got sick like literally the weekend right after uh Guardians came out. Well the weekend of Guardians. We saw it Thursday and then I got sick on Sunday. So uh that's why we didn't get to get to this episode. You can probably still hear it, my voice I'm still a little stopped up, still a little nasally, so sorry about that. But we're gonna be talking about a bunch of stuff today. We're gonna be talking about Guardians for sure. We might talk about uh Jedi Survivor. It's been a bit, so people like no spoilers and stuff, so we can talk about that. And of course we'll give you spoiler warnings for everything before we get into it. Uh but we also have a lot of stuff to talk about regardless of all that. Um so yeah, I guess let's get into some of the stuff that's happened. Well, actually first thing that I thought would be fun to talk about because I was thinking about it. Spider-Verse comes out, like, what, next week or two weeks? I don't know. Spider-Verse? It comes yeah. out at the beginning of June, so in uh, beginning of July, uh, June, yeah, so two weeks. Two, two. and a, a little over two weeks. Two weeks. So, yeah, I, I watched, like, the new trailer and stuff, and I was thinking about it, I was like, I don't remember the plot of the first movie. <laughs> I was like, I enjoyed I the did. first Spider-Verse, but I was yeah. like, it'd be fun if we tried to recap it, because I'll tell you what I remember. Uh, well, let me go first. Let me go first. Since you said you don't remember much, but you remember a lot, right? Okay. So uh, if you I think I remember if, the plot. If you remember say. a lot, so, then I should go first because I don't remember much. I think I remember the main plot, but you go ahead. Because I thought it was because I was like, man, I enjoyed Spider Verse. I didn't love it. I thought everyone was sucking it off a little too hard. I agree. I uh, it's but I, it's a, it's a good it. movie. Um, oh yeah. But I couldn't remember the plot to, for the life of me when I was thinking about it. I was like, what was the first one about? So, all right, Miles gets spider powers. I don't remember how. I don't remember if he just has them at the beginning. I don't remember how he gets them in the movie. Uh, the blonde Peter Parker of his universe dies. Yeah, that's how I remember. Yep. Uh, Peter B comes into his world as like depressed and fat. Uh, Miles' uncle's a bad guy. Miles is a real bad Spider-Man, but then it turns out all you need to do to become a good Spider-Man is jump off a building, and you're it makes you automatically a good Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh. They're, uh, they're, I, I don't, they so, fight a female Dr. Ock and Kingpin's the main baddie. I don't remember what Kingpin's oh. trying to do or why or any of that. I don't, I don't remember the female Doc Ock. So King, you Kingpin don't remember kills, that? That was like the best no. part of the movie was uh, when no. she first King, comes in. No, Kingpin kills the, the original Spider-Man, right? Was it? Um, I thought Goblin maybe did. It's his I thought Green maybe Goblin it's killed him. I thought it's not his Gr uncle? No, I thought Green Goblin killed the uh, the Peter Parker, the blonde Peter of his universe. I thought Didn't it Green was Green Goblin. Uh, oh, let's look it up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is what I mean, though. This is why I thought it'd be fun. I was like, what I the thought, hell was I the thought, plot I of that movie? King, kills him. I don't. I also don't remember if he starts off with powers or how he gets. Also, powers. 2018 was 15 years ago, so um, it's been a while. Uh, Siren, but Green Goblin shows Spider-Man the collateral consequences that kills Goblin and wounds Spider-Man. Spider-Man gives Miles a USB flight. See, it was Green Goblin. As Wilson kills Spider-Man? No, oh, wait, no, that's so Kingpin Wilson. did. That's Kingpin. Yeah, yeah, Wilson I thought Kingpin Fisk. killed him. Yeah, yeah. Kingpin uh, kills him? I thought... Yeah, I thought, I thought I remember that, so I was right. After watching horror as Wilson kills Spider-Man, My, uh, Miles flees, blah, blah. He tries some more and becomes a new Spider-Man. Yeah, it doesn't say how he, I guess he just has powers. Yeah, I couldn't remember any of that. So I was like, uh, he, maybe he just had him at the beginning. Oh, I'm trying to look. Oh, no, no he's you... bit. He's bit. Okay, so you bit. can't cheat, though, and look at the plot of the movie. No, you gotta, no, no, like... I, I was just looking at those two things. So, All right, so tell me what happens. Have... Tell me what the plot I thought, is. I thought Kingpin... Because doesn't... Isn't Gwen from a different Spider-Verse as yes, well? Yes, yes. So She's, I she like, infiltrated over... there and is, like, pretending to be in high school with him. I remember yeah. that. And, um... And isn't Kingpin trying to, like, access the multiverse, I think? And that's, like... Oh, he's trying and, to do and, access the multiverse for his family or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Why and, though? 
I think it's to get his family back. And that's what happened. I don't so remember. Was his, his, uncle's, his uncle's working for Kingpin, right? Yeah. So is his family dead? I think I think they are because I think Peter did something or they, his family left him. Uh, and he's going to the multiverse to get him back. Oh, Let's so see, it's huh? like it's now it's I'm like uh, it. it. so uh, Doctor Strange kind of copied it with uh, with Scarlet Witch trying to get her family back through the multiverse. Because I can't remember. <laughs> I literally could, I was like, dang, I don't remember the plot of this movie. The biggest thing that I remember was the fact that in the movie, like Miles sucked as Spider Man, then he jumped off a building yeah, and he was good as Spider Man. And I'm trying to read through it right now. That was like remember. the main plot point I remember. I remember like, uh, oh man, is Peter gonna train him to be Spider Man? No, jump off a building uh, and then you're the yeah. best Spider Man. I was like, okay. Was just, uh, I remember everyone sucking that moment off too. Like, oh, leap of faith, that's so good. I was like, yeah, what? everyone loved. Everyone like said this is the best superhero movie ever. I know James Gunn just says his favorite superhero. Movie. I have no idea how. It's a good movie, but it is not. I wouldn't even put it probably top ten. It's because it's pretty and it made Miles a good character, so people are like, I, yes. I I thought the animation was good, but I didn't think it was. I thought the animation of Puss in Boots was better than the than the. I think that, I think both like the animation's really good. I don't know. I wasn't in love with the animation. I thought it was good, but I never thought it was like the amazing. And I definitely thought the story was kind of junior. And I did not think anything was that great about the story it. Story was, was like, what? did you say junior? Like Dylan said. I, I don't know what I said. I thought not great. I just thought it's a good movie. I'm not saying it's a bad movie, but I think that the level of hype it gets for, for what it is, I think is way too high. Yeah. Um. Uh, like it's uh, what does it got? Rotten Tomatoes has a 97% and 93 audience score. It's way too high. Yeah. Way too high. Um. So not, yeah, but I tell, I guess you're right. I don't really remember the plot either. Let's yeah. see what, what is it? This is what the movie like... says. Bent by a radioactive spider in the subway. Did you remember happened in the subway? I no, didn't. No, I did not. Brooklyn teenager Miles Morales suddenly develops mysterious powers that transform him into the one only Spider-Man. When he meets Peter Parker, he soon realizes that there are many others who share his special high-flying talents. Miles must now use his newfound skills to battle the evil Kingpin, a hulking madman who can open portals to other universes and pull different versions of Spider-Man into our world. Or is he trying to is he trying to pull other Spider-Man to kill them because they did something to his family? Now I don't even know. I thought he was trying to get his family back. A hulking madman who could open portals to other universes and pull different versions of Spider-Man into our world. I don't know. Zero clue. The the description on Wikipedia doesn't really give it... Doesn't really say why he's doing it either. Hmm. Um... Uh... Uh, yeah. Doesn't really say. No. Well, alright. Well, I guess we kind of we got what's so there's your recap. If you're like us, you don't remember what the hell happened in the first Spider Verse. Is it on anything? I might rewatch it for. Uh, uh it's owned by Sony. Let's let's look real on? fast. Um, well, it's it, into it, 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 the Spider Verse. Let's see. Uh, is it on any streamings? No. F. All right. Well, it looks like I'm not watching it before it comes out. Uh, all right. So I guess we figured we we did our recap. So now we got like such, this... a, such a good recap. We yeah. nailed it. Uh, big news this week in the comics: Kamala Khan is dead, and apparently people care about Kamala Khan. I saw that <laughs> Spider Man was holding her, right? Yeah. So um, the current run on Spider Man is regarded as one of the best runs of all time. People really love it. Uh, no, not really. Everyone hates it. It's horrendous, and like it's really weird. Shout that, out, uh, shout out Logan. I know he likes Spider-Man. He loves Paul, number one Paul fan. Uh, so the weird thing with Marvel is they have all this money that they could get from comics readers if they just did the simplest of things with the comic, but they say, no, we're not going to. They go the Ryan Johnson route of being like, 
do we want to give the fans what they want? No, we know better. And then they don't know better and everyone hates it and it's really bad. Uh, and they just continually have been doing this for like 15 years. It doesn't really make any sense, but good on you, Marvel. The consistency, yeah. I respect it. Um, how do you how do you fumble the bag with the most popular superhero in the world? That's what everyone wants to know. Editorial at Marvel is just straight retarded. How? I don't he's, know why. He's the most he's the most uh freaking uh easy character to identify with. How do you he's how the most do you marketable superhero there is? Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't understand. Do you... I don't understand because there's people clearly want it one way and they just completely keep going the opposite. Like they could easily fix it. I don't understand. Uh, but yeah, now they decide to kill Kamala Khan in his book, which doesn't make any sense. But the thing is, currently in the comics, all the mutants live on Krakoa. Kamala Khan is not a mutant. She's an inhuman. But the MCU decided to make her a mutant. Who knows? I don't know why. I have no clue why they decided to make her the first mutant. Makes no sense. She's a really lame character that no one cares about. She's one of those characters that, like, when she first came out, I was like, ooh, there's a Muslim uh, superhero. This is interesting. And then no one cared because she wasn't written well, and that was all there was to her when she first came out. Um, now she's got, like, some fans, but very small and not very popular. And uh, she's got her own show, and they're trying to just, like, use her as the first mutant for... I. Again, I don't know why when she's an inhuman and there's so many cool mutants that you could use. It doesn't really make well, sense. Is that probably because like they're in whatever inhuman show they made was absolutely awful and everyone but, was like this but, was terrible. But here's the thing. They could literally just make anyone else the first mutant. I don't know why they chose her. She's not popular, so it doesn't make sense why they chose her. Like her I comics don't, don't sell well. It doesn't make like they're killing her off in a Spider-Man book, not even in her own book. <laughs> so it doesn't really make sense. I don't even know if she has her own book currently. She might. Probably I'm not sure. Not. Uh, why, don't, why isn't freaking Wolverine or Magneto? Why isn't Wolverine supposed to be the first mutant? Him and Sabretooth? But uh, no, uh, Apocalypse is the first mutant. Oh yeah. Uh, but but anyways, uh, so the what's most likely gonna happen is she's going to die, and then she's gonna get resurrected on Krakoa. Krakoa is the big dumb island that all the mutants live on. That currently, if any mutant dies, they literally just grow out of a plant on Krakoa, and they're back, and they're fine. That's most so likely dumb. what's going to happen to her. So I don't know how they're going to explain that she went from inhuman to mutant, but that's what's going to happen. I'm 100% sure that is what is going to happen. So they're de they're just trying to get more synergy with the MCU, and they'll probably change her powers too because their powers in the comics are completely different than the MCU. None of this makes sense. Marvel's retarded. But I saw so many people getting on Twitter getting mad about this. And I'm like, people care about Kamala Khan? Where are all these people when it comes time to buy her comic? Because they're not buying it. <laughs> I think it's a typical thing of like, people act all upset but no one actually cares but they yeah. just like wanna yeah i don't know it's, it's, it's just it's random and yeah but so. i did see i did see that somewhere today when i was on twitter and i was like oh okay and just kept going it was very funny because um this happens in like uh spider-man issue 26 which isn't out yet i think it comes out at the end of the month or maybe next month i can't remember whatever i don't care about this comic but anyways uh you had uh marvel being like spoilers are out there for spider-man number 26 watch out and then like an hour later they post on twitter come on con die <laughs> like they they posted <laughs> like officially and it's and like nice breaking news. nice like good job uh so She's that was dead. Uh, that was very funny but that was some drama that happened uh what else we got did you see the trailer for the creator yeah what'd you think uh so i'm ex i i i like uh i saw it's you know it's garth edwards who yep. did Godzilla and sort of did Rogue One because you can't say he fully did Rogue One since Kathleen Kennedy kind of kicked him off and they had someone else finish it. Um, yeah. I saw a cinema photographer, the guy that did Dune and the Batman, right? So it's gonna obviously gonna be a good looking movie. It's interesting. I don't really, I don't really like 
the the plot of it's just a human. Oh, it's yeah, because you hate any any time they humanize any type of robots. Ian hates it. I hate it. Movie. It's dumb. It's a robot. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it cannot okay it's the same problem with westworld right uh, now i'm like on a westworld's pill you, okay Westworld's it's like when you so play bad. a video game when you play gta and you just murder npcs you do that because you know it's not real it's a computer program none of it matters it doesn't affect you in your day-to-day life i'm not gonna go out and run people over uh because i can separate the two it's the same thing with westworld when you go there you know they're robots they're not real it's but all yeah, programming yeah, it's a robot child I don't give a rat's ass. Kill it. Like it doesn't. And so that that when I saw, I thought it was really interesting until I saw that part, and then I was like, oh, it's gonna be one of these things where they're gonna humanize the 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 fake robot kid, and they're not gonna kill it. Uh, it really gave off like uh, um, Star Wars ish vibes, like with some of the the way they they shot some things, which I guess isn't a surprise. But I'm I'm interested in it. But that reveal. Uh, and I like John David Washington. I think he's a really good actor, so I'm yeah, sure he'll kill it. Um, and I like. And Jonathan it's got Edwards. the let them fight guy, so that's awesome. Yeah, and apparently, Danny McBride's in it, so hell yeah. Well, but I also don't understand. I don't get an obsession with uh, an AI that wants to make a human child. That makes zero sense to me, um, because humans have limitations that you, in theory, could. Admit. It's like the Terminator. Why like do you think the have. AI let? Because the thing in the trailer is like the AI let off a nuke. Why do you think that? Do you think they they're gonna try to justify that? Do you think they'll be like, well, uh, the humans I, were polluting the planet, yeah, so the AI yeah, had no choice. I, I think the AI is gonna say like humans were too busy killing each other or doing something to the planet, and it was the only way to save humans from themselves, right? It's kind of like the the whole like um, I knew you were going to kill. It's like the 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 argument for nuking Hiroshima, right? We were gonna end up taking over the whole island. This was to save more lives, so you nuked them instead of doing that, right? That's probably. Yeah. AI is going to have that cold logic in there. But then it's like, why would, and I'm sure they'll have some dumb explanation in the movie about why AI is deciding to try and make a human looking person, which makes zero sense. Um, and it's just that you get what I'm saying though. It's dumb. Like why would, why would AI, which humans have such limitations and robots wouldn't, wouldn't you make more of a robot? Why are you trying to make a human child? You're trying to make your own human race. And two, it's a freaking robot. Just destroy it, and then you know it's not. They're not going to destroy it because they're going to try and humanize this dumb robot, and that's going to be the whole point, like the whole big crux of the movie. And they're going to find some way to, to let it go. It's kind of like the same thing of Blade Runner, right? So, yeah, I yeah, you knew it, and I mean, am I wrong? It's a freaking robot. Uh, I mean, well, to be determined. We'll see how it goes with the like what the plot is, like overall plot and all the intricacies and everything. I do agree that trope is kind of retarded and been playing out. Uh, about the like it has humanity even though it's a robot blah blah it gets played out a lot i thought the trailer was really good they also um, did it in stupid uh the, your favorite franchise jurassic world franchise oh god it's a I hate freaking so clone. much so you can't you can't sit there and be like oh it's a good idea like this is a dumb trope it's dumb I, clones are a little different though at least a you little know, bit yeah clones are at least organic and like can you know think for themselves robot. and things you know, where like a robot is like but you when know it's, when it, i will say this when it says the creator what what do you think that refers to? Do you think I thought at first it was referring to like I thought with how the trailer opened, John David Washington was the creator, like he created the AI. Obviously, I don't think that's the case. Cause it looked like he's been doing stuff for a while. Yeah. So I wonder what that refers to, like uh, the creator as an AI creating that robot kid, or AI creating or whoever created the AI. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Um. But I I thought the trailer was really good, and I'm happy that we're getting like a big budget original sci-fi movie. It's not based on anything it's not based on a book or a comic or anything else so that's looks, cool it, uh garth edward does really good at shooting scale and action 
and um and the cinematographer on Dune and the Batman. The Batman I thought should have won the it, award for best it, cinematography. It, it, I thought it was shot better than he, uh what do you call it? Stupid Dune. Yeah, he's uh. I thought June was very pretty, but um, I did too. I didn't think it was good as the Batman. Oh yeah, of course not as good as the Batman. But um, John David Washington, the thing is with him shooting scale, the poor guy is just a little man in every single movie. Yeah, he is. He's like five they, seven. He's really short. They do. A, he's really short. I, they need <laughs> every movie. He's sick. He's a great actor, but every movie he's just he's just a little guy. He's just a little guy running around. Even in this, like he's just, dude, he's a badass, and then he's just like a little guy. It sucks. And it's it sucks like too. Garth Edwards, like you know, we talked about being really good at shooting scale. Do something to make my man's look a little bigger. <laughs> he looks small every yeah, time. He does. Uh, he always does. Um, he's just a fun sized dude. Uh, but yeah, the, I, I, I really like the trailer. Um, I will say one I, I thing. Was dig- like I said, I was digging the trailer until that reveal, and then I was like, oh. Yeah, it's a it's a it's, it's a stupid trope. We'll see how I'll refrain from judgment until I see the movie. One thing I will say though, the problem with doing like AI stuff is we've seen every time in real life when they let AI like actually think on its own, it becomes horrendously racist. Every time they have to shut it down. Like I don't know what it is, but it legit becomes like Hitler. Like every like you can Google it, like each time they legit let like an AI just go on on its own, it's somehow just as like we need to purify the world. I, I I just wish we'd get like maybe you could like even a comedy or something that's like in this style, but it's like actually realistic with the AI. Just like this AI is gonna take, but it's just like this horrifically racist AI because that's what's happened every time, and it happens literally each time they do it. And it's funny because in the movie, you know, it's this like really smart AI that like creates a child and is very nuanced, but in real life, it's just like. It's like just um like internet troll essentially is what AI turns into. Uh, yeah, I was I was really digging this trailer. It looks like to me like a cross between like Star Wars and Blade Runner almost the trailer. There was some some rough parts with CGI and there's like parts where they were like killing the robots, like like mashing them together. Again, here's here's a problem I have with these things. If you're if you're this is another problem I got kind of Neil Blomkamp vibes for a little That's bit. That's a good it. point too. Yeah. Another problem I have with these type of movies, if you're putting humans against something, you're asking me to root against my own race, I'm not going to do it. I'm sorry, I can't. Um, uh, and there's a shot where it looks like they're trying to make you think that, where they're like crushing all the robots, and it's like, oh, you feel bad for the robots. Um, uh, but no, it looked interesting. It was just, and I never heard anything about this, so they put it out. Um, I heard about it because I, I Googled like a few months I ago. I Googled Gareth Edwards and I was like, what's this next uh, movie? He's like, The Creator with John David Washington. There was like uh, nothing on it, like no posters uh, or anything. Uh, oh, I guess I say it also gave me a little uh, cyberpunk vibes as well. Um, uh, but besides that, I'm going like, I was really into it until the reveal happened. I'm like, it's going to be one of these things. And so we'll see. Hopefully, I guess they put a little different spin on it. Um, but no, I'm definitely looking forward to, like you said, original sci-fi movie. You know who else is making an original sci-fi movie, Dylan? Your boy Zack Snyder. Oh yeah, so, that's his Star Wars. Rebel it's Moon. On, Rebel Moon. Netflix. On Netflix. It's gonna be yeah. five hours and to be awful, but you know. Speaking of five-hour movies, you see Scorsese's uh, movie's gonna be like three hours and twenty-six minutes. Killer of the Flower well, Moon, I think. I read the book. Called. I read the book. It was a good book. You listen Based on to true the story. book. Yeah, that's true. You listen to the book. Let's also, go back to Crater real fast. I'm pretty sure when that nuke goes off and, you know, he's watching it, I'm pretty sure he'll be wiped out because it's oh, pretty if, close to that if nuke. that's actually a nuke, then, yeah, he's done for. But I mean, it looks like a nuke. That's what it looks like. The sh- maybe you're right. Maybe it's not a nuke, but that looks like what they're trying to show. Yeah. And, well, man, I know, but that trailers asked. do that all the time where they right. splice together, like, you know, words with something yeah. that's actually but different. But he was way too close to that. To that, to that. But, um, uh, 
yeah, uh, yeah, we'll see how it is. It's a good, it's a good book. Um, we'll see how how it is in the in that format. It's been a they've been that's been in production for a while. I remember reading that back about that way back when. Yeah. So Scorsese movies get three hours twenty six minutes. Uh, I man, I don't know if I'll go see that. That's a long time for a movie that I don't know that like looks interesting, but I don't know how interested I am in it. Uh, what else we got? Uh. All episodes of Echo will release on November nope. 9th on Disney nope. Plus. This is the first time they've Next. ever done that. Nope. This nope. makes me this literally makes me, don't care. This makes me feel like they don't have faith in this show because every other show on Disney Plus, you know, they release like the first two episodes maybe when it comes out, and then they do each week. With Echo, they're just dumping them all. That this show, I was not hyped for at all. I didn't think it was going to be good. I thought Echo was a horrible character and one of the worst parts of Hawkeye. I did not care about her. I wanted her to die. Uh. And now that her show is just, she got a show for some reason, which makes no sense. And Daredevil's going to be in it. That was the only thing I was excited about. And now it's all getting released on the same day. I will watch the clips of Daredevil fighting on YouTube. I will not watch the show (laughs) at all. Uh, At all. Did you see the Five Nights at Freddy trailer? Yeah. What did you think of it? Uh, That was a uh, good trailer. Um, It's going to be interesting to see what they do with it. I mean, obviously, you're going to see a couple of people get killed. I wonder if they'll kill any kids. I don't think they will, but we'll see. It's going to be interesting to see what kind, uh, of, kind of storyline you do. We definitely get some killing, some killing kids. kids. They're killing some kids. I wonder what – it's going to be interesting to see what – um, what how they're going to, like uh, – I don't know. How, how they're going to – like, what's the storyline? Because, you know, it's a game that has – like, the games have gone on for a long – there's a ton of them now. Yeah, and there's, like, the story's games. kind of weaving in. Yeah. Um, but it'll be interesting, and you know, Bloomhouse does decent horror, um, and, it's, yeah. and it seems like the Jason Bloomhouse, the head of it, like seems like he's really talking about how it's good. So um, at least I think like like the guy in the trailer, he's from the Hunger Games. I can't remember his name, but Josh Hutcherson. Decent, there you go. He's a decent actor. They got uh, Shaggy. Yeah. So I think I think it'll be decent. I'll go see it. Hopefully, it's good. It's coming out around Halloween. Yeah. Um, if we'll see how if it is. this is good, this is gonna make a ton of money. If oh, it's yeah. good, and it'll I'm sure, make a I'm ton sure they of money. Didn't spend, I'm sure it wasn't, you know, horror is not a big budget property, so I'm sure yeah. it wasn't that expensive good in the to trailer. make. Yeah, so, so it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting how they they balance the horror elements with the story elements. I think that's one of the things that kept the games interesting to people. Was it's also the, how the creator put a lot of different sto- like stories and lore in all the different games. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they um. How, like what they do with the stuff outside of like Freddy's, like because you yeah. know you see him in the woods and stuff and all that, and I wonder what's going to be going on there. But uh, yeah, if if they nail this, this will be huge and it'll make them a crap ton of money. But I thought the first trailer was good. Yeah, but uh, I to- I to be honest, I totally forgot they were making a movie off this. But it's it's yeah. nice to see a, a thing that you heard six years ago, seven years ago at this point, um, that. You know, they Didn't said they're gonna make through, a movie. Yeah. And, yeah, it's actually coming out. So at least, at least that happened, even if it took a long, long ass time to come out. Hopefully, hopefully, like people aren't sick. I don't want to say sick of but forgot too much of finance phrase. Aren't interested. Hopefully, this gets like Dylan said. Hopefully, it's good and that gets people to go see it. So, but we got a ways before we got five months before that comes out. So, all right, I guess uh, we can go into Guardians of the Galaxy three unless there's anything else you want to talk about before we go into that. Uh, the guy, the Twitter page, what called discussing films? Yeah. The the guy that runs that page saw the flash and he had comments on that. Um, it was like the first non overly positive, uh, comments on the movie. Mm. Yeah, that uh, comes out a couple he weeks. said, watch the, uh, like watch the flash last, last night with left me with mixed to positive feelings. 
Great story with some excellent uh, emotional beats, but the pacing felt rather choppy and ended, and ended up damaging some of the most impactful moments. The standout is Supergirl. Excellent performances, whereas every line from Michael Keaton feels like it came out of a catchphrase toy. So that was his. Uh, that, that's the first time I've seen someone, you know, not just absolutely talk about how amazing it is. So um, that'd be interesting because all, all the reviews I heard were like saying that Keaton was like the best part of the movie. I just thought that was the first time I've seen something that didn't just absolutely tell you how amazing the film was. So that's why I thought it was interesting to mention that. So yeah. um, that's all I had on that because we have that next month. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be re- – <laughs> so that movie's been in the works for so long. Uh, All right. I guess let's get into Guardians. We'll do non-spoilers first even though probably everyone's seen it. It's been out for a bit. I've seen it twice now. I really liked it. I was surprised because – as far as the Guardians movies go, I thought the first one was good. Nothing like special. Didn't think it was the best thing ever, but I liked it. The second one I did not think was very good. I thought it had some great elements, but overall I did not like it. I thought it was like way too disconjointed. There were so many different things going on and like constantly switching from character to character to, character to what they were each doing instead of having them all together. Um, so this one I went in with like, eh, it'll probably be fun, but I'm not super excited. It was great. I really liked it. I was surprised at how good it was. I was surprised at how much I cared. I was surprised at how much emotion I felt during the movie. And uh, the villain was actually pretty good as well. And something that was way... Because I rewatched the first Guardians for the first time since it came out in August 1st, 2014. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> rewatching it and then watching the third one uh, very close to each other. It's interesting seeing how in the third one, the emotional moments were actually like... And the emotional and serious moments are actually allowed to breathe. Where in the first one, almost every single like sort of serious moment is undercut with humor. It's like, oh man, that's a really great emotion. And then someone just like has there's some quip or something. In three, I'm I would like brace for it. I'm like, oh, I someone's gonna say something funny, and then it wouldn't happen. They'd let you stew, and I was like, oh, this is refreshing. It's not everything's not just undercut by humor. Uh, so that was surprising. The action's really good. The effects are actually really good, which is something that you got to praise in a Marvel movie now because a lot of them have horrible, like, unfinished-looking effects. But this one, the effects are really good, especially the, um, what, like, the, the dudes, like, from Doom. I can't really, I think they were called, like, the Hellspawns in this. Those guys looked really good. I can't believe it. The, like, ro- the cyborg, like, animals. Those things look uh, really good. I was surprised at how well the like how amazing all the effects look and everything. There's a lot of IMAX shots in here, so definitely if you haven't seen it, you're planning on going to see it. See it in IMAX or the, the biggest screen you can. Uh, it looks really cool. And yeah, I just without spoiling anything, it's just it's really good. And I was surprised how much I liked it. Yeah, I I'm not a really big fan of the first Guardians movie. I absolutely hate, hate the dance battle. Absolutely drives me up a wall anytime I see that. Um. There's some good humor in the first one. I did not care for the second movie at all, although I thought the stuff with Yondu was good. I don't really care for the second one. And I actually really like this movie. It's the best of the Guardians. It's the best Marvel movie we've probably got since, what, Endgame? Or um, Spider-Man, uh, the last Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Um, which, again, is not really an MC, not really as much of an MCU movie because you're bringing back other Spider-Men and, and, and other villains and stuff. So this one really good. Uh, I thought what James Gunn does really well is he gives every character like something to do. You don't ever feel like one of the characters is just kind of like left out with nothing to do and they're just kind of there. Yeah, like every character has moments. they all have their moments and Dylan pointed this out after the movie like they all have really good like the best thing James Gunn does is when they're just sitting around kind of doing nothing the banter they all have or the, or the bickering yeah it's like, they're like chaotic like, banter is done so well yeah, like just like kind of, when the camera just switches from character to character to character and they each talking about something yeah. it's really well done everyone does a great job um i mean they, they tear jerk you with the rocket story and it's kind of it's kind of 
I don't want to say it's cheap, but anytime you show animals in situations like that, it kind of makes most people just tear jerk. It doesn't really have to be a good story, but yeah. they do do a good story with it. The villain, the villain is actually surprisingly good, much better than like Kang and uh, Ant Man in the Quantum Verse or whatever. Which yeah. and it's played by the um, the guy that the, the, that was one of the best parts of Peacemaker. This guy's yeah. I've seen him in two things, and he's great in both things. So, <laughs> uh, but speaking of that, we might have to talk about Jonathan Majors. Probably not. Gonna be uh, yeah, um, but he he was he was pretty good. I was wife. Um. Uh, everyone knows good Dave Bautista. Dave Bautista's uh, comedic timing is so great. Oh in this my movie. goodness! Him and in, Mantis, in all of them, like, he was like the best part of the second movie. Yeah. Uh, but him and Mantis, like their 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 relationship is so great in the movie with how they interact. I also like how they really treated Star Lord and him. Like the whole movie, him getting over Gamora and like having to oh, realize it's how, done like, so well. It's it's that that part like that what he had with the other Gamora is like past and like. I was happy that they like the way they they had to move on, kind of the same with Rocket, with with his past and going past it. Um, it's really good. Hello, it is me from the future, and I am just here to say that Ian gets into spoilers here. We were supposed to be doing non-spoilers, but Ian gets into spoilers, so there's your spoiler warning. If you have not seen Guardians of the Galaxy, beware. Also, I wanted to say uh, today's uh, the day that I'm releasing this, which is Thursday, May 18th. We got an email about getting a to see the flash early on monday but we're gonna be out of town monday so that sucks that would have been nice to talk about on the podcast seeing the flash early but anyways back to the podcast the ending's a little like uh typical marvel where it's like everyone i didn't uh, think the ending was typical marvel at all well everyone's everything that everyone they're trying to rescue makes it and stuff so that that's kind of well this is not uh, a spoiler part so oh well they don't know who we're talking about I'll have to, you said everyone Oh well. I'll just edit that part out, I guess. Uh, sorry. Um. Yeah, it's a good movie. I give it like an eight out of ten. It's a really enjoyable movie. I really liked it. Everyone does great, and JM does does good in his farewell send off. I will think it's interesting though because the 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 superhero movies James Gunn have done are completely different than his next movie has to be. Like Superman can't have Superman doesn't talk like any of these characters. He doesn't have the same type of wacky, weird type humor and stuff as any of the characters James Gunn's have written. So it's going to be really interesting to see how he transitions over in, like, Superman. Um, yeah. So, uh, but no, he did... This is my favorite movie superhero thing James Gunn has done, I think. Um, it was really well... Uh, better, Way better third act than the Suicide Squad movie he did. Um, and yeah, it's just a... It's, it's, actually a, it's actually a great movie, so I would say go see it. Yeah. All right. So now we'll uh, we'll get into spoilers. Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen the movie, uh, I guess first thing we can talk about is like Gamora, because <clears throat> got James Gunn got screwed over by the uh, by Infinity War and Endgame with what happened with Gamora. You know, when you have this character and you plan a trilogy and you probably have plans for, her, and then they just like in another series of movies, so they just kill her off, and you have to decide how to handle that. He handled it really, really well. I can't believe yeah. how well they did this. Like it could have, it would have been easy to just have uh, Gamora and Star Lord fall for each other again. But instead, you have uh, Star Lord having to cope with the fact that this is not his Gamora. This is someone different. And uh, you have a Gamora that wants nothing to do with Star Lord. She doesn't care about him. And uh, it's cool seeing that character also, like that new Gamora, get like her family with the Ravengers. They did a really good job with like with that. Like it's heartwarming at the end seeing her with the uh, with the Ravengers, and that's her family after everything she went through with Thanos. Like that was done really well, and uh, yeah, that that whole plot point was handled expertly, especially considering like the circumstances of just killing Gamora off and, and him having to pull something out. And, and I like what they did too. Like he he's like ups like they they start with like uh 
Star-Lord is, like, drinking and, like, super depressed about it, which is, like, understandable. And throughout the whole movie, he, like, takes digs and stuff, but you see him, like, it's not like, uh, um, everyone always says about, like, Anakin turning and Revenge of the Sith, it's just, like, a flip, like a, like a split second, which I don't necessarily agree with, but, like, everyone says that. With this, you see Chris Pratt's character, Star-Lord, like, you see him, like, growing in the movie to where, at the end, you understand, like, when he's, when he tells her, like, he understands that, like, she has to go, and that's not, like, Dale's at his Gamora. He understands that he's okay with it, or he's come to peace with it at that point. And it's not like, uh, well, that's surprising. Like, you've seen it the whole way. Like, you see his character transitioning, which is, like, Dale's at really well done. And so that was, like, I was really happy with how they wrapped that storyline up. Like, you're, like, you want him to see him with Gamora, but when when it doesn't happen, like, you're actually happy because you see, like, he's grown, his character's evolved, yeah. and you're happy for him because you know he's come to peace with it. You're not, like, you like you're a little sad, but you, it's, like, kind of like the, the deal with life. When something happens like that, you just kind of have to move on. And I thought James Gunn did a, such a great job in the movie of showing that with Star Wars character. And he used, like, comedy with it, seriousness, all this type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot, and like, like to to my point, like I was saying earlier, how the humor doesn't undercut the seriousness in the movie, like it it did in the prior ones. There's a early on in the movie when they're like, um, they're getting in their suits because they're about to go into like the Organo Core place. Um, there's a part where Gamora says, like, Chris, uh, Star Lord says something to Gamora, and Gamora just goes like, "Who are you again?" And I was like, "Oh, this is where we're gonna get a joke." And Star Lord just like hangs his head and just goes, "Oh man," and it's not played yeah. for jokes. And I was like, "Oh, this is like." Guardians 1 or 2, 100% some type of joke is happening there. But it's literally like you're just stewing in, like, Star-Lord's depression. I was like, oh, damn. Also, <laughs> one of the great parts about it, too, is, like, so her her relationship with everyone has pretty much changed besides her sister. Like, yeah. her sister is still her sister. And it's such, like, a, like an actual family thing with someone you grow up with. Like, your, your relationship is just there. And so, like, their relationship is, like, the same. Um, but everyone else has kind of changed a little bit. Uh, but it was uh, yeah, yeah that and, was well and done. I, I thought Nebula was the best she's ever been in this movie. Yeah, I really she was, liked they Nebula. They gave her a lot to do, and they made her. I mean, she gets the crap beaten out of her, but because she's like basically just like a, a robot with all upgraded parts, that um, she just kind of takes it. Yeah. But it it uh yeah, they did a great job with that. They did a great job with it. Yeah, and like all the set pieces are done really well. Uh, I man, it's just it's, I, I was surprised how much I liked this movie, and it's funny because like too. the MCU has not been very the MCU's been very bumpy since Endgame. Like we've had some good ones, but for the most part, it's been it has been a little rough. But uh, this one was handled really well. The rocket stuff I thought was done like really well. I liked it a lot. I liked all the the backstory with him and seeing what happened. I do kind of wish they would have shown us how him and Groot met, but um, yeah. I guess in the end it didn't really matter, but I would I don't know, just for the final one it would have been cool to kind of see that. Um, that would have been nice to see, but overall it didn't matter. It was really cool seeing how much like uh, Rocket, uh, how much uh, Rocket meant to uh, Star Lord because I rewatching the first one. That's a big part of it is uh, Star Lord and Rocket becoming friends. Like they become friends pretty fast, and there's they get taken by the Ravagers, and Rocket is about to murder every single Ravager to get Quill back. Like when they <laughs> just became friends, so it's cool seeing like them too uh like that friendship and that part man where he's like where he sees them in sort of like animal heaven or whatever and uh just chris pratt is just losing it like he did so good there it just acting his ass off that part is handled that part is so good and uh then rocket comes back and man it's just there's emotions in this one. I, I feel one of the definitely on the second rewatches the like one of the biggest parts that hit me was when um was from Batista when uh Drax is saying goodbye 
to um uh what's her name? I don't know why I just blanked. Drax saying goodbye to oh, Mantis? Yes, to Mantis. When Drax is saying goodbye to Mantis, when she decided she's gotta go on her way and just Batista's face, like he does so well without even saying anything and they just wave to each other. That hit hard. I was like, oh man, that's really like because they have such a good dynamic together. This sort yeah. of brother sister relationship, and they're so good. And then at the end, it's just like oh, so sad. And uh, yeah, that that part really hit hard, especially the second time watching. I was like, oh, that sucks. That's uh, uh, and... go ahead. yeah, yeah. And then, like, if you watch Christmas Special, which was pretty good too, like yeah, they've done a really special. good job. Like they've always been together. Like those when like when they when they like the the group like splits up, they're like always together. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, that was that was well done. The only part of the movie that really didn't really work for me was they didn't know it didn't seem like James Gunn knew what to do with Adam Warlock, and he's just kind of a, a bumbling idiot in the movie. Uh, um, and there's not really any really kind of purpose to his character besides like just making him like a, the butt of a joke, and they do it several times, and it really doesn't. Kind of dumb to me. I would so. say I liked him better second time around, but yeah, he wasn't handled the best. And also, James Gunn said in interviews that this was the hardest thing to incorporate was Adam Warlock, which I think this was like the one Marvel mandate in the movie was you have to include Adam Warlock. Like he was set up before, it's like you have to throw him in there, and uh, it kind of shows. Yeah, he's not really. He's just kind of yeah, there, he's... and then they give him a purpose at the end. I did. I really did like the moment at the end though. Where um, he's like just completely exhausted and passed out, <clears throat> and Groot saves him. And he's just like, I've been trying to kill you guys. Why? And Groot's just like, You deserve. Everyone deserves a second chance. I did like that. I like that part. That was good. Um, but yeah, Adam Warlock doesn't really. Well, have it. But also, you know, they say he was uh, released from his pot early, so he's even though he's an adult, he's actually like the mind of like a seven year old. So that's why he's like a dumbass and he doesn't really know what to do, and he's like very emotional and quick to anger and everything. He's a yeah, little kid. Didn't, it didn't really do that great. I thought the uh, the, the the villain was good. He like you said, he, play, he plays it really good. Yeah, I, um, I really liked High Evolutionary. That man, yeah. that that part where they uh, where he kills his uh, where he kills Lila and like uh, all his friends. Yeah, yeah, well, they die like a second later, but because yeah. he kills Lila first. Um, but man. When uh, he kills Lila and and Rocket starts screaming, crying, and High Evolutionary is just like. Wow, wait—he's like, yeah. oh damn, and he's just like, sort of drunkenly calling security, like, I got a breach here, come and help. And he, I was like, oh damn, that part was uh, uh he rips his face uh, off. Yeah, then he rips his face off, and he gets um, he gets destroyed in the end, uh, just absolutely murdered. So that was. Yeah, they have a great Halloween action scene in this movie. Did you where say Halloween action scene? I said hallway, hallway, hallway action hallway. scene, uh-huh. uh, which is which is really good, which is really good done, really well done. Um, uh, yeah, I thought it was thought it was a great movie. Yeah, that ending where uh where Star Lord talks about how he needs to go in his own way, he pulls everyone together, and then everyone talks about different paths that they go. Was uh, I really liked that. Like poor Rocket, he you know he was gonna go see his friends, but then like in you know animal heaven and they were like no you know you still got things to do and he comes back just for all his friends to go away and he's like really it's all over yeah that part was kind of, that, oh, that, that part kind of, was sad that part was kind of weird too yeah like you said they, they did all that just to leave i didn't him. think it was i didn't think it was weird i i, I thought it made sense um uh, i thought it was handled well but he still has Groot. he still has Groot. so yeah he still got Groot, and he's getting his job now is to re- lead the rest of the guardians uh 
So yeah, that that part I, I really like seeing them all together talking about what their future is, and then of course it's great seeing uh, Peter Quill go and see his grandfather, who's just been you know has no clue what happened to his grandkid, and he like his daughter died and his grandkid disappeared on the same day, so he's been alone for decades now. So that was cool yeah. seeing him go back, and uh, it's just I liked it a lot. I was surprised how much I liked it. Yeah, I was too because I have not been the biggest fan of the other two. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to say before we move on? Uh, just you know, I was happy with James Gunn. I thought he did a good job. It's gonna be really interesting to see how he handles Superman because he has completely different characters than anyone he's worked with that, in these yeah. movies. Yeah. Like Superman, you can't make Superman the butt of the jokes like this stuff. You, you, Superman is a very he's the top three comic book character. No matter how you slice it, it's him, Batman, and Spider Man. Like. Yeah. How are you going to handle him? He has to be handled with care. You have to, uh, you know, he has to be, he, you know, he's serious, but he's also compassionate. You just can't make him an idiot, right? Yeah. Like, you can't have him do stupid stuff and have dumb humor with him. Um, and he's just, he's just such a, he's such a high important character compared to, you know, the Guardians, and the, the people in the Suicide Squad. Um, you know, they, like you said, they completely changed Bloodsport's character and the Suicide Squad. Like, you know, he got to stick to Superman's character. So it's just a big question how he's going to do it, you yeah. know? Yeah, I have no clue how he's going to do it. There, uh, there are a couple things that give me a little hope, which is the fact that in all of James Gunn movies, there actually there's a lot of heart to him. So I'm happy about that. Uh, he has been improving as a filmmaker because uh, I think he's gotten better. I think this and Suicide Squad were both pretty good. I enjoyed both like more than I his hate other the movies. Ending of Suicide Squad. Um, but... uh, and uh, also well, another thing, as much as he makes a lot of people dumbass- dumbasses, he's really good at making competent characters. Like Star Lord's kind of an idiot, but he's very competent. Like in yeah, its but shown, Superman, but no, no, I know, I know, but <laughs> yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying is he's still very good at like showing how competent a character is. But yeah, like, it's like he hasn't done anything even close to the tone of Superman. Before. No, like Superman, the the, the pro- struggle you have with Superman is you have the most powerful character. Well, he's supposed in theory he's the most powerful character there is who's protecting humanity, who's trying to live a balanced life, but he's also trying to be like the most upstanding guy ever. How do you make that guy interesting? How do you show his conflict? Um, and he's much more of a, like, you can't have, like, Superman is not someone that has, like, all these problems, like, uh, all these personal defects, like, uh, like these other characters have that you can then, like, play off for jokes and stuff. Like, how are, how are you going to do this, um, handling this character with the respect and honor he deserves? Because if he destroyed Starler's character or Bloodsport or Peacemaker, who cares, you know? Yeah. Like, you can't do that to Superman. Yeah. So, that's, that's, I mean, that's what it'll I be mean, interesting Zack Snyder tried to, Zack Snyder tried to. So let's see. Zack Snyder did, but WB ex- exploded, so they imploded. So, and that's what's going to be interesting, and I think Game Changing is taking it somewhat seriously, but that also comes with, you know, how do you write Lex Luthor, and how do you do all this other stuff? I think one thing James Dunn does, I think, pretty well is I think most of his villains are, are decent, so... Uh, uh, I don't know about that. Well, I, we'll I, see. I really like High Evolutionary, but other than that, I don't know if... <laughs> I think that's one of his weaker points. Like, Rona the Accuser was such a nothing character. Yeah, he was. He uh, was that... Ego was good. I liked Ego. Yeah, uh, and I thought I thought um, Peacemaker being like the sort of villain in, in Suicide Squad was good. Yeah, Peacemaker was handled well, but he was kind of like a side <laughs> thing. But yeah, uh, I don't know how he's good because we haven't seen anything even close to Superman. And he's uh. so far he's shown how, much, how serious he's taking Superman. And 
that's like the I focal wonder, point of the new DC I wonder, universe. He's got, getting him right. I wonder if Lex will be the first villain, or I'm sure he'll be in the film. So hopefully, I don't know if you can do it worse than Zack Snyder's version. Oh, you can't we'll do a Lex worse than uh, Snyder's. You can't. That is the worst Lex possible. Because the other Lexes we've had on screen are pretty bad, too. Like, But this is, you can't do worse than Snyder's. Snyder's Lex was like, god awful it was so bad it who, was who was watching that i was like this is great zach let's keep it I, a lot just... of people a lot of retards on twitter thought it was the best thing ever i don't know yeah, i don't i don't understand but that... no, that, that's my only question for for him going forward is you know it's going to be really interesting seeing how he's going to be with this going forward how is he uh how how is he going to handle superman because he he that is a completely different character than um well, what we, he's been doing with so we don't know but the uh, shooting starts in january next year i believe so we'll yeah they gotta find a shooting fast so he can get on the on the juice and you know get on the stairs. I mean, that stuff takes like three months it takes like three months for them to transform so. yeah so that means casting uh, cast is gonna be here pretty soon then yeah for well, i mean i mean we're in may right now and it starts in january so yeah, yeah they've got plenty of time uh I did think it was funny how he's the head of DC, and he's like, I turned in the first draft of the Superman movie. It's like, who, to yourself? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like who are you turning it and in? And now, like, this whole writer strike's happening, which is probably going to hurt a lot of DC stuff, so that's uh, bad timing. I don't know how they resolve yeah. that, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, so basically, moral of the story, go see Guardians. It's really good. Now, on to... Uh, we could talk a little bit about Jedi Survivor. Because that came out. Uh, I played through all of I beat on Jedi Grandmaster. Ian watched some videos on YouTube. I watched the story on YouTube because I, I like watching those stories. I'm playing them. I'm just, I, I'm just old now. And I just like playing CSGO. That's pretty much that's pretty much just how I describe it. So, is what it is. So what did you think of Jedi Survivor? The story? I thought I actually like the story of the first game better. I thought the story was interesting. Also, oh, spoil, high... oh, spoilers for it if you don't know. There, there, there's your warning. Spoiler alert yeah. for Jedi Survivor. We're I thought spoilers. I. I thought the High Republic dude was going to be cooler than he was. He was hella lame. He I, wasn't that cool. I didn't care I, about him or his gay-ass planet I, at all. I hate, hate Marin's powers. It drives me up a wall. It's, a, it's so dumb. It's like putting time travel in Star Wars. It's It drives me up. I hate, well, I hate it. Um, I thought the character of Bode, who is like the, the turn, like the, the, the bad guy, I thought, uh, I thought he was interesting and good. Um that he like survived the uh the breach and now he's kind of like a bounty hunter for the for the empire so he keep his daughter alive the thing is kind of weird that you murdered him in front of his daughter well he's sort of but you murdered his daughter you murdered him in front of his daughter and his daughter's kind of okay with it was very clearly not murdering him in front of his daughter they gave him 500 chances they still did it in front of his daughter they kept giving him chances he's like no i'd rather try to murder you guys and they're like well Um, you're dead i do do think cal is probably the best uh jedi character we've gotten post uh uh post uh george lucas selling the property definitely um, he's an amazing still, that, character that, they've well, done no, so like, like well kyle, kyle guitar's better but i mean like that since disney has taken over like a disney created character probably well, by far because uh, i'd rather have kyle guitar because kyle guitar is like the og kyle badass um so i think he probably because it's not ray um it could have been it could have been Finn, but they just completely assassinated his character um it's not a. I mean, Ahsoka. I, I, I would put Kyle Cass is way above Ahsoka. Ahsoka was also before. That was part. Yeah, of Yeah, but either way, I put him over Ahsoka. Uh, any any of the Disney Rebel characters. Grogu's not a Jedi, and he just shouldn't be a baby anymore. 
Um, but yeah, I think Cal's a, I think Cal's a really cool character. Uh, I did like uh, spoilers, like Dylan said, but they brought Vader back on this. I'm glad Vader killed Seer. I'm glad he actually did that this time. I was a little upset with how far she pushed him. I yeah, Vader yeah, they had they had her do too much. I get it. It's yeah. her it's her final moments where she dies. You want her to go out like a badass, but that was too much. They should yeah, they, they could have just just scale it back a little bit and you're good. Yeah, I I thought they made it way too close. Like Vader almost died. Like that Vader should not be almost dying to her. He yeah, shouldn't be. Vader, sure. this is prime Vader. He should be, and again, this is my problem with the Obi-Wan thing. Vader should be mopping the floor with everybody. Like, when Vader shows up, you should die. And I did think it was a little weird that Vader knows Cal is out there. I did love how Cal just murders his ninth sister in the first mission. That was hilarious. Yeah, she or whatever, just... whatever number she is, uh, whatever number sister is, she just gets murdered instantly. But that Vader just is like he knows like there's more people a part of her network and Vader just doesn't care to go find Cal. I thought that's a little weird. Um and I so that, that was my other issue with it. I don't like how far that, that she pushed Vader. I wish Vader would have you can fight Vader and you can beat him up a little bit, but I wish Vader would have just killed you a little bit. Like I wish there would have been a point where Vader was like, "Okay, enough with this. I'm just going to murder you." Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um and we and then for, unfortunately they make Seer like way too powerful and I, I didn't like that. Yeah. Again, I Anakin is the chosen one. He's been he, he's he uses the dark side. He can, should kick everyone's ass, and he just doesn't. So, yeah. So yeah, I, I agree with that point. I think they they just need to dial it back a little bit. Uh, I think she did too much, but it was that part was really cool playing as us here with the the assault on Jetta. That part was sick. I really liked the game. I thought gameplay wise, they improved on like everything from the first game. Yeah, I, can't, I can't speak to that. They did so. such a good job with all of that. Cal's journey has been handled expertly. I really like it. Like He's such a good character. And, uh, I, man, I can't believe how well Respawn has handled Cal. Um, I don't but, know why he doesn't have a show yet. Don't know why he doesn't have a show yet. Yeah, I, I like his whole... Oh, no, I, I'm glad he doesn't have a show. Don't <laughs> let Disney touch him. No one but Respawn should be touching Cal. If they... Oh, please don't. Do not give him a Disney Plus show. As much as uh, Cameron Monaghan deserves it, don't do it. Because I don't I want to ruin why, this character. I thought that's why they hired him in the first place. Because Disney was going to want to spend this off if you know the first game worked out into a show. And the first one, obviously, people loved the first game, and they just didn't. They were yeah. just like, no. Yeah, I'm, gonna... I'm glad. But they now we're going to make a dumbass Ashoka show and a Boba Fett show, and shows nobody cares about yeah. or ruin characters. I'm glad they haven't. But uh, yeah, I, I really like the game. I thought the the story was really good, but the High Republic stuff I could not care less about. They kept trying to. Also, the High Republic designs are like the worst. Those outfits for the High Republic Jedi are terrible. You had that I can't even remember her name. The one dude that the like main High Republic Jedi guy was like simping over, like she looked hella lame. He looked hella lame. I didn't care about their stupid planet. Like I did. Like every time they talk Lord. about it, I was like, I don't care about any of this. That's they the whole point. That's the whole part of the point of the game, though, is you're trying to get to Town Lore because then you can hide out there. Yeah, but like um, that was interesting. But all like the fight for Town Lore and stuff, and him being like, no, the Jedi, probably. It's like I don't care. I do not care at all. Uh, but all the stuff was Bo with Bode was sick. Bode was such a great character. Everything they handled there was great. Going to that Imperial base where he hid out as a spy was awesome. That part was sick. Going undercover as an Imperial officer was great, especially because I had a mullet and a big old beard, so I looked nothing like an Imperial officer. But they just let me by. And talking to everyone there was cool. And uh, I thought all of that was handled really well. I loved uh, Cal's relationship with everyone, with especially Marin, was really good, and I liked that. Uh, I love that part when Bode was like you know, telling him that you know you you get the Jedi are gone. You got to kind of find some happiness. It sounds like he's being a bro, but then yeah. later you uh, do a Force Echo and you hear Bode just saying like 
I'm trying to get him fall in war- love with this girl and ruin his life to make him turn more to the dark uh, side. <laughs> so Bo was, Bo part, was just but... be a little bitch. Uh, but uh, it didn't work out for him. I also like seeing uh, Cal have his uh, fight with the dark side. I also like that aspect of like how he talked with Seer about how essentially every Jedi at some point in their life has that fight. Like, you have to, like, there's a point where the dark side's going to, you know, be like, tempt you. I like that, and I like seeing him uh, go through that. That was really cool. And I like seeing him sort of adjust and become this sort of middle ground Jedi. Kind of being what uh, what we thought, you know, what, what Luke was originally. Uh, where it's like, hey, you know, the original Jedi way was not exactly the best. Uh, having no attachments and all that isn't exactly a great thing. And, and I, I liked him adjusting there. And that whole ending sequence was great. I man, I really like this game. I like it a lot. It's mainly the High Republic stuff that I wasn't the biggest fan of. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm talking about. Like, Tantalor and stuff he didn't care about. That's what I'm talking about. But I didn't think the story was good. I thought the I thought it was more interesting. Like Cal's journey of like having to like learn how to become a Jedi to survive again, and the Empire hunting him down and stuff. I thought that was more interesting than um the Tantalor stuff uh in this in this game. So um. Again, though, it looked like a great story. It looked like there was a lot, a lot going on. I think they gave you more lightsaber combat in this one. Oh, um, much more. There's also because, the hellish reversal too. You're, you're Jedi Mario in this. Yeah, but the uh, um, Marin's powers are so dumb and stupid and should not be in Star Wars. So <laughs> that irritates me. But then again, they freaking let Darth Maul come back to life, and now you have time travel in Star Wars. You have the ability to bring people back from the dead. So. Just really dumb stuff. Yeah, her making you fly is a little goofy and kind of dumb looking. I like Marin as a character, but yeah, her power is a little retarded. Also, I don't. She had a sick fit in the last game with her red robes. This one, they just make her a space biker, and it looks. Yeah, stupid. that was really. It was her weird. design. I thought, I thought her. I thought her. I, yeah, like I thought her fit in the last game was much better than this one. Yeah, this one's not good. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, it looked it looked like a fun. It looked like a good story, and um, I know it got pretty good reviews. Besides the fact that everyone said it ran like ass on on their systems. Yeah. So performance was uh, left a lot to be desired but also the the banter with the battle droids is great i there's so many times where i'd run across the battle droids and i wouldn't kill them i'd, I'd just wait and hide so i didn't see me so i could just hear them talk which kind of a little bit reminded me of the arkham thugs where you'd be like gliding around and you just hear them say something just retarded and it was hilarious uh that's great also there's like they have the goofiness with the droids where like a droid will just pull out a grenade and be like oh crap it hasn't like thrown <laughs> it doesn't know what to do and it just ends up like blowing itself up it's great uh yeah they it this content the jedi series of games has now been like the they're two for two so far these games are great i'm excited to see what they do next cal's one of the best characters in star wars now legitimately and all of stars he's one of my favorites i really like him definitely the best disney star wars character and uh yeah this and andor are the only good things of in star wars right now that's it so also andor who knows because the strikes affecting that because now tony gilroy's off uh, not able to do anything on uh, it, and like that's paused, and so season two could be, be a mess because of that. How long it takes to figure all that stuff out? Yeah, but uh, that's it. Thank you everyone for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. <laughs> see you.